0: Welcome to the True Falls Film
1: Festival.
2: Welcome to the True-False podcast presented by KBIA. I'm Sebastián Martínez Valdivia. On this week's episode, we bring you the second half of a two-part feature about how True-False 2021 came together. In our last episode, we told you all about how the ongoing coronavirus pandemic challenged organizers at the True-False Film Fest to come up with ways to safely hold the event this year in Colombia. The Fest, which is one of Mid-Missouri's most important yearly cultural events, not only holds deep meaning for the City of Columbia and its organizers, but to volunteers, community members and everyone who contributes to its unique atmosphere. As we told you last week, for the first time, this year's festival will be held in May, and all of the screenings will take place outdoors at its new venue, Stevens Lake Park. True Falls podcast producers Hannah France and Fernando Narro start us off with a rundown of what those attending the Fest can expect.
1: This is the first time the Fest will be held outdoors. True-false enthusiasts are used to the way things normally work, but this year is going to look completely different.
3: Carly Love is the director of operations for the Fest. She says this is what festival goers can expect in May.
4: So you'll show up to the park. You will uh, Your first stop should be to a queen or a venue staff member to get your pod assignment and your arrival time for your film or event. And then you can go hang out throughout the park. There will be art in a few different places. There will be some vendors uh, where you can purchase food, you know, have a picnic. It's one hundred and sixteen acres. You can spread out from other people and um, enjoy some time under the sun. And then when your time when seven o'clock rolls around and you need to be at your venue, you show up between seven and seven fifteen or whatever your assignment is. And say, hey, we're here, and our staff will show you. They'll scan your your pass. Um, we've moved to a digital ticketing system, so people can expect to have their barcode for their tickets either on their phone or on their pass, or both. And we'll scan that. We'll get you guys in and show you where your seats are. When you walk into a venue after you've had your tickets scanned, you'll find an usher and. All of the pods will be marked on the grass, so there'll be a lot of spray painted grass, and there will be arrows showing you which direction you can go down a pathway. Um, They are one-way directions toward and away from the center, and there are one-way aisles on the um, exteriors as well. And we ask you to stay in your pod unless you need to get up to use the restroom um, or go to the concession stand if there's one inside of your venue. And then enjoy the film. And then Q and A's um, will be virtual. There'll be they'll be over Zoom. Um, if a if a filmmaker on their own decides to come to the fest, we may have a and A in person, physically distanced on stage with their microphones. But um, I anticipate the majority of them will probably be over Zoom, uh, but in real time.
3: The buskers, who are a true false staple, will be at the park this May. Organizers are encouraging tipping through Venmo to keep social distance.
1: While the organizers are looking forward to May, they also recognize the fast usually symbolizes the beginning of spring for Colombia. To commemorate this, the team put together an outdoor kickoff event on March 6th next to the Boone County Courthouse. And today we're having Rites of Spring. This would have been the weekend that we would have had the Fest, True False Film Fest, um, except for the pandemic. Stacy Pottinger is the Director of Development and Communications for Ragtag Film Society. So we wanted to do something to recognize this weekend. And what we have is bands all day from noon to four today at the amphitheater. Right behind me, we have the fire sculpture where you can write down something that you wish to burn up or get rid of from the last year, throw it in the fire sculpture, and it goes away. Next to the amphitheater, there were several stations with information regarding the fest. One of them gave people the opportunity to write down their hopes for the next year on flowers, which will be incorporated in an art piece on display at the fest in May.
3: Later that evening, the event continued with an outdoor screening of the film, Do You Wonder Who Fired the Gun? as part of an eight-week retrospective of past True false films. Barbie Banks is a co-director of True false
5: This particular film, we thought it needs to be shown in many ways. So it's great watching it in your home, but it's also a multimedia experience. So being in your car with the loud sound and seeing it on screen, it just like fit perfectly for a drive-in.
1: Rites of Spring served as a trial run for this year's fest, not only for organizers, but also volunteers who are fundamental in making True Falls possible. Trisha Splitter is the volunteer coordinator for True Falls. I think
0: volunteers are just going to have to be a little more adaptable this year, but our volunteer crew is amazing. They always make everything run so smoothly and they're always really, really excited.
1: That evening, Trisha led volunteers in taking tickets, helping people park their cars, and tuning in for the outdoor drive-in screening. She says her crew is excited for May. And this year, I mean, I think people are really looking forward to it. It's like,
0: oh my gosh, we get to do something outside, and it's gonna be great. So I think they're gonna bring even more enthusiasm and energy, which I'm really excited about.
3: One such volunteer is Roshara Knight, who helped out at the Rights of Spring event that day. She says she's looking forward to the fest in May.
5: I'm excited, you know, like just because like this past year has taken so much from us. <laughs> you know, um, I'm a performer at heart. And so like this past year is just kind of it sucked just in the fact that, you know, there's no performances have been going on. There's no way for us to get out and be connected with our community and see our friends and family. Um, so, I'm excited that they've figured out a way that we can at least keep this festival going even if it's, you know, in a different way than it's ever been done before or, you know, maybe not as nearly as many films as they typically do over the weekend, but it still will have the same spirit.
3: Roshara's job at the Fest is to help make Waiting in Line a more fun experience.
5: So I'm there to entertain. I usually bring like a little, uh, I bring my speakers, my Bluetooth speakers, and I pop on like some 80s and 90s tunes. I get the, uh, the, everybody who is waiting, you know, to sing and dance and, you know, just manning the lines and making sure everybody knows how the queue line runs and just keeping everybody, you know, up and, and having fun. So.
3: Roshara moved to Colombia 10 years ago. This will be her seventh year volunteering at True Falls. She says the fest is where she found her sense of community and wants other people to feel the same way, especially this year.
5: We've been looking at computer screens for a year, you know, just to be able to be back within our community and to see people and try to have a little piece of something that, you know, we used to love and enjoy, you know, this time of year and being able to bring that back. Um, You know, that is, I feel like should be the biggest reason why you should want to come out and, and, and participate in the festival this year.
1: This experience isn't unique to Roshara. Tricia says many volunteers make long-lasting friendships during the weekend of the fest.
0: It's so heartwarming to see them like apply and say, like, oh my gosh, I want to be back with this crew that I was with last year. And like, they, and some of them are from out of town too, so they come in and they like see all their friends again. And so yeah, I think it creates community on a lot of different levels. And the radio station
1: 104.4. For the lead organizers, that sense of community is a vital part of the fest. It's a way to see Columbia in a new light.
4: True, false means a weekend where it doesn't feel like Columbia it feels it doesn't feel like a college town it feels like a festival there are people all over the place and people that want to talk about what they're watching or what they're seeing or to collectively enjoy a musician or some art and I mean, I'm an extrovert. I never meet a stranger, but I think it's really hard to walk around the fest and not feel like this is a community experience. I have a great time at the fest, and I usually don't get to watch any movies.
1: (laughs) The challenges presented by the pandemic have made it difficult to connect with each other and feel that sense of community. Carly says she hopes this year's fest can bring some of that community connection back. For the people who
4: are uh very nervous about being around a validly around a large group of people and are not comfortable with that that we do have you know our teleported fest option is available but for anyone on the fence I would say we are doing everything in our power to make this fest a comfortable and safe place to be Know that we're working with the health department. We are following the CDC guidelines, and we expect our audience to do the same thing. I want our fest goers and all of our cinema attendees to trust their neighbor again. You should be able to trust the person you're sitting next to at a film, whether it's outside or inside, that they're going to look out for you based on the expectations that we as a fest put forward for our audiences. And so if you're on the fence about it, my first response is to go with your gut. But my second response is, do you trust your neighbor and do you trust us? And if the answer is yes to trusting us, hopefully you've got a really good neighbor too.
3: Camelia Cosgray is a co-director at True Falls. She says experiencing the arts and coming together around them is a basic human necessity.
0: I feel like this is something that we collectively need, you know like we need some we need some good news. <laughs> we need something good and um, because we've been able to figure out a way to do it that that mitigates risk as much as possible, um, it feels worth it. like I think I think the you know something I've thought about for for years and have been thinking about a lot, even, you know in the last few years but even more in the last few months is like how essential art is for being a human being like we're not it's like an essential part of our humanity we um we learn so much from it and can't really like i think i think empathy and compassion and like understanding are something that really come out of experiencing art and good storytelling and all of those things and um we need that so much right now like more than we ever have before and so for us as an organization to be able to bring that to to columbia and to our community is it's just really important um and i'm i i feel like it's vital
3: True False has grown to become one of the most important annual cultural events in Colombia, but getting there was not easy.
1: David Wilson is a co founder of True False. He says it took a village to make it not only a successful event, but a meaningful one for Colombia.
3: It's easy now to think of True False as woven into the fabric of Colombia. It wasn't always that, but I guess what we did effectively was sort of like, you know offer up a patch with a lot of open threads and a lot of different people in Colombia in a lot of different ways figured out how to make true-false their own and feel ownership over it. And I think by giving it to people and saying, hey, this is yours, like make it what you want, um, in a hundred different ways, people grabbed onto that and actually made made that happen. And so like, I'm a founder of it and I'm incredibly proud of that and I've worked incredibly hard, but true-false is successful because everybody has made it their own and everybody feels ownership over it. It's been over a year since the pandemic turned the world upside down. For True false it's been a year of trying to figure out how to turn one small part of it right side up again.
1: Organizers have worked behind the scenes in that time to figure out how to transform the festival wholesale. But in May, they will hand it off to the people. And as David says, it will be up to them to grab onto it and make it their own. For the True false podcast... I'm Hannah France.
3: And I'm
2: Fernando Narro. That's it for this week's episode of the True False Podcast, presented by KBIA. As you just heard, this episode was produced by the incomparable Hannah France and the great Fernando Narro. Our music is by Tim Pilcher with sounds from the True False Film Festival. This is just the beginning of the True-False podcast season, and here's what you can expect coming up. We have a few dispatches from last year's fest that never saw the light of day because of the pandemic, and we'll also have a full slate of filmmaker and programmer interviews and the latest from the world of nonfiction filmmaking. You can find past episodes of the True-False podcast on our website at kbia.org or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Sebastián Martínez Valdivia. Thanks for listening.